everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. If you missed last week's episode with my friend Amir, I highly suggest you go back and listen to it. I have another awesome interview today, and I really love this because this talk that I'm going to have with my friend Heather Askinusi is a great blend of the mystical and practical. I love woo-woo stuff. I travel with crystals and essential oils and... I burn incense and I do all kinds of rituals and things. I love the mystical world and I'm super practical as well. I like to put things into action. And I think when we can find the intersection of those two things and we can really be connected to energy and to the mystical and to the magic of the universe, but also be really grounded, that balance, that harmony is really important. And that's why I really love Heather and her company, Energy Muse. Energy Muse is actually a conscious lifestyle brand providing tools of empowerment, inspiration, and hope. Each piece, whether it be jewelry or a piece of crystal, combines energy and intention to help the person who's using it achieve a desired outcome. So you can learn more about Heather and her company, Energy Muse, at energymuse.com. Right now, I just invite you to listen in because Heather gives a lot of great advice here about how to clear, protect, and feel your energy energy. You can learn more about crystals. I know a lot of you are kind of like, I walk into a crystal shop and I don't even know what to buy or what to order or do crystals even work? And also Heather definitely debunks the misconception that if you think a crystal is going to change your life, you're wrong. Crystals are tools and we do deep, deep, deep work on this podcast and the coaching episodes. I would never coach anybody and just say, hey, just go get a rose quartz crystal and that will heal your heart. But as you're doing the emotional release work and the forgiveness and the processing that I talk so much about on this show, something like a rose quartz crystal could help you in that process. So these tools we're going to be talking about, they're helpers. They're not answers. And that's why I really love Heather is she really breaks it down for us and explains how to use these tools in a way that will be helpful, but won't set you up for an expectation hangover. So enjoy my talk with Heather. Heather, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to share you with my audience. Honored to be here and talking to you. Thank you so much. And you know me well. You have been in my old house back in LA in Brentwood yes. and every you've, you've seen every nook and cranny. You completely feng shui that house. And I think in a lot of ways, the work that we did in that house gave me the momentum to, to eventually a year later move out of it and send me down to Encinitas and send me on this year and a half journey that's been absolutely like full of surrender and opportunity and, and really letting go of a lot of the things that were holding me back. So thank you for helping me shake up the energy in that place. Uh, you know what? It was easy because what's cool about you or what I, what I, when I first met you is that you, what I thought when I met you was, is that you're very, um, you're always about personal growth and evolving. And you looked at not things as setbacks, but as opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so, um, even with, you know, energy of feng shui and being stuck or whatnot, that wasn't really an option for you. And I always was, I, when I met you, I, and I remember leaving that day and going, God, what a great woman she is. Um, she's all about transformation. Mm. It was inspiring, really. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, and so are you. And what I love about you, Heather, one of the many things, is that you completely 
play in the woo woo world, as some people call it, uh, but, but both your, both yeah. your feet are on the ground. <laughs> Absolutely. And I have a specific question about clearing energy and crystals and all of that, that I'm going to relate back to a per- personal situation. But since we did drop the feng shui word, can you just briefly explain to people what that is? You know, on a really simple format is how to align your environment to what you want to manifest. And so um, it's really making your house fluid and flowing and having your house be a sacred space so that I kind of look at it as a mini version of ourself and what we have on our walls in our home and how we our interior design is basically a visual of what we think of ourselves and what's going on in our lives. So the thing that I think is really cool about feng shui is when a lot of people are like, I feel stuck or I'm, I'm confused or I can't move forward. And if you can walk around your home from the front door with fresh eyes and just look, take a look at your space, you'll see what's going on in your life. Your environment will mirror back to you. A lot of times there's things on the floor, there's um, unread magazines, there's just dishes and broken things and things that need to be repaired that we don't have time for. And it's a metaphor for we don't have time to take care of ourselves, which then parlays into things that happen in our life. So it's all interrelated. It's totally all interrelated. And I think people listening to the show know that we are energetic beings. We are not just, it's not just this 3D. In fact, I actually think the 3D physical reality that we see is so limited. Like it's it's the smallest amount compared to what's really, really out there. Um, So just, I think personal stories really, really help people grasp these things. So I just recently have been through a situation where I'm, I'm, well, there's a couple things happening. One, I've been going back and forth between Australia and the States. And when I get back to the States, I feel a heavy energy. I feel kind of everything that's going on over there. And I, I didn't really even notice that difference until I spent so much time in Australia where there's not as much division and not as much kind of change and not as much shadow energy coming up over here. And when I go back, I can feel that density. And so that, that one of my first questions is, how do we deal with that when we feel with that kind of dense energy? And then my second question is, especially with my move and having to like shake off that energy and just some relationship things, when we when something ends with a with a person or situation, the physical thing is out of our body, but we still feel like the energetic tie. <laughs> How do we cut those energetic cords so we really can get over it and on with it? That was a lot in like one big question, but I hope <laughs> I'm sure you tracked it. No, I did. Okay, so I'll share this with you. Uh, two weeks ago, I was in Nicaragua, and for me, when I was there, you know, I was I went for a surf trip, but um. I, you know, going through and seeing the poverty of that country. And for me, it wasn't a spiritual place for me. I could feel the energy of the land. It wasn't as if how I feel in Hawaii or other parts of the world, you know, and I was, I left feeling, gosh, why was I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have a spiritual connection there. I had a different frequency that I needed to feel the compassion, the pain of this, this country that I took home with me. And then I went back to the States and I I do hear what you're saying. There's a, I think 
different places on our planet right now have different vibrational frequency. Yes. And when I came home, I thought back, you know, I'm like, God, it's so faster and it's moving and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It didn't have the same vibration as Nicaragua, which was a lot slower. But what I learned through and what I'm learning now is, is that these places, these vibrations help me tune into, I have to stay in the light. There's a lot of density right now on the planet. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot going on with uh, the human beings on our planet. And so, you know, it's kind of a call to the light workers or the conscious people or the people that are awake right now or the ones that are searching and seeking like all of us that we know that we are capable of transmuting from different energy fields and we can do it quickly. We just have to remember to get from one state to the next. And personally, the more we stay in the light, the more we align ourselves to the light, the easier it is to shift out of those dense Mm -hmm. energy fields. Mm -hmm. So I feel what's kind of cool about you coming over and feeling it is that you know now that that's not where you want to reside nor where you have to reside, that you can shift into that higher plane of light. And in that energy of coming from that state, you're able to achieve so much more. And what's cool is any of us could shift that state in a matter of seconds. It's just that awareness. And um, we need more people like you, like your listeners, like people, you know, such as myself that are getting the word out that it's the light. It's that higher vibration that is going to help us all now. And we have that accessible to us at all times. We just have to go there. Can I pause you just for a second? Yeah. Going there. Can you give some tips on how to help people go there to to access that? Someone took me through an exercise the other day. This is very recent. And she said, Heather, how do you feel right now? And I shut my eyes and I put both of my hands over my heart. And she's like, go into your heart. And, you know, I'm like, okay. So I, I had to visualize. I had to do some breathing. And when I went in there, I saw a person in a dark room in a tower. I mean, how scary is that? And I'm like, gosh, I'm not in the light right now. I see myself in a dark room in a tower. And she said, okay, now bring more light into your heart. Expand, see a glimmer of light coming into the tower and expand it out and break the walls of that tower. Break the walls open with light. And it took me a while and I had to sit in it And I had to keep revisualizing because it wasn't easy for me because it was a new technique. But the more I sat there and I visualized myself in this castle and I visualized these walls around me breaking, the darkness breaking and the light coming in like a column, like this column of expansion. And then I just kept on looking at it getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And she, all of a sudden, she's like, you're there now, you're in the light. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, now that feels different than the castle in the darkness. Mm. And so that simple exercise, I know it sound, might sound, and sometimes the simple stuff, really the simple stuff is, is mind altering and changing. And so I notice myself during the day, sometimes going to the dark castle, mm-hmm. you know, negative thoughts. Oh my God, that didn't turn out how I want it. And I will sit there and I will 
go through the visualization again and I'll burst through the walls. And I am telling you, it feels different. And so she said to me, she goes, it's going to be like getting on a bike. When you first start riding the bike, you don't know what you're doing. You have to get on and get off. And she said, there'll be a day where the light, you'll just ride the bike into the light. And that's your normal. And you know what? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm for. I'm, I'm not, I have to, this is, that's my, I want that to be my normal. Does that make sense? And I've been doing this for 27 odd years. So we keep learning new techniques, but right. that's my jam right now. I want to be the light. Yeah. I want to live in that frequency. I want to be there all day long. Yeah. No, I love it. And part of my, part of the reasons I'm so glad that I've been going to Australia and coming back is we learn through contrast. I know hot because I know cold. And I was able to feel into how much, um, one, I, I don't want to say protect my energy because I don't want, like, I don't like to say, oh, there's good, there's bad energy, but how much more when I was back in March of my own attention and awareness, like grounding myself in the earth and filling myself with light and not letting the heaviness kind of bring me down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also made me realize, wow, like as much as I love coming over to Australia, I, I may be really needed back there because the more mm-hmm. of us that are in that consciousness, and I think a lot of people think that you have to, you know, go out and be an influencer and write a book or teach yoga and just each, each individual, I believe like you doing that exercise of going into your heart and focusing on the light that in that shifts the consciousness of the planet, all of us doing our individual work is really what shifts it. And, and that's what makes it more contagious. So I don't want people thinking that to be a light worker, you've got to go out and be like a leader in any way. It's doing that internal work because then we just contribute to the consciousness of the planet in a different way. Absolutely. And we contribute to, if we're, you know, if we're married, we have kids, how, when we energetically shift, so does everybody else around us. Mm. So we can make, we, you're right. I love what you just said. We have to start with ourselves Mm -hmm. and, and that's where we start. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Awesome. Okay. So kind of going to my other question that I asked, Yes. when we do feel like we've been energetically slimed or we need to, we have a breakup, we have a we leave a job, we, we realize we're codependent with someone, we're overgiving, we've got other people's energy in our field. How do we right. clear ourselves? So, you know, obviously there's a lot of layers to this. And I like to look at the, the first layer as kind of energy parasites. And so um, what I've been really working around lately is cutting the cords. And um, there's a couple layers and I'll, you know, give you an example of how to do that. But Um, on a deeper conversation is going to the root cause of those courts, which obviously goes back to maybe our family history and the lineage and situations that happen to us that program our brains that we continue to play out later in life. But what I love is there's a crystal called selenite. And um, in the crystal world, we like to refer to it as liquid gold, um, liquid light. And it has this immense light energy. It actually looks like light. And what I like to do is I will stand um, with my feet firmly on the ground and I'll either, um, I will, I will 
you know, ground myself to a higher source, whatever that word is for people, God, light, vastness, source, universe, whatever that is. And I connect. It's always the number one thing that I personally do. And then what I will do is I will think of a situation that I want to cut the cords with. And I will take one hand and I'll actually pull the cord. And usually when we go up and down our body, we could feel where we have something. Sometimes it's it's in our stomach. Sometimes it's in our heart. Sometimes people will have like a pain in their side. Um, sometimes it's our, in our head and we have a headache or there's all this energy. And what I'll pretend I'm doing is I say, I want to cut the cord with either a situation or a person. Now, it's not as if you're cutting the person out of your life. What you're doing is you're energetically cutting the cords. So you're sending their energy back to them with love and light, and you're having your own energy field to yourself. And the difference that I like to do with cord cutting is if I cut the cords with somebody, instead of plugging them in back into themselves, I like to plug their energy into a higher frequency, whether it be a mountain, a church, a temple, a tree, um, something where I cut that energy loose from myself and I plug it in. And then what I do after I've cut the cords is I will take the crystal selenite and I'll put it over what I just cut because that's a hole in your energy field. And I'll put the selenite over it and I will um, infuse every cell of my being with white light. So I'm cutting the cords, but then I'm filling myself up with light. Mm. And we started um, a, a 21 day challenge about four days ago with, I don't know, there's about 500 or so people. And the stories of people that have never worked with crystals before do nothing about cord, cord cutting or any of this. Literally within three days, they say they are having life changing experiences. I mean, things from childhood that are coming up. And this is just by cutting the cords. And they thought they were cutting the cords with one thing. And yet all these other memories started coming up for them that they've had in their energy field and in their brain that was in their subconscious that they've never allowed come to the forefront that they've been carrying around with them for so long that they said that they actually feel free. Now, this is just three days into a 21 day challenge. I mean, I can't wait to see what happens, but the transformation that's happening with this simple technique is mind blowing. Yeah. And it's a remembrance to remember how powerful we all are as mm -hmm. human beings. We are able to do this. You don't have to go anywhere. You can do it in your house. You can do it in your bathroom. You can do it outside on the lawn. You could do it anywhere. Go into a bathroom at work, cut the cord with a coworker that's, you know, maybe you're having a disagreement, get your own energy field, put in the light, put them to a higher source and, and see how you show up differently. Mm, mm, I love that. And I love too, like, cause I, one of the things that I've had clients say to me when I talk about cutting cords is, but I don't want to cut them out of my life. It's my mom. You know, I can't cut the cord with my mom. I'm like, we're not, it's not, it's not about not loving someone. It's not about always cutting off connection. It's more about, yeah. it's the entanglement piece so that you can both be in your, in your own sovereignty, in your own empowerment. Yeah. And I love the, the plugging them back into God or a church or a crystal, you know, even with people that you may want to plug into something not so nice <laughs> to be able to plug them into something that, that lifts their vibration. Cause I think too, when we're dealing with someone, we may have some anger toward, um, holding on to any of that only harms us. 
So in being able to cut that cord and give them back to their higher power, give them back to a higher source is, is it doesn't mean you're condoning anything. It just means you're setting yourself free. Yeah. And I mean, I cut the cords with my husband and my kids and my mom and my dad every day. Mm. And they're still all in my life. It's just that my relationships with them are, are healthier, how mm-hmm. I show up. And once again, you know, the next level of cutting the cords is about forgiveness. And, yeah. and that's when the next layer of the work begins. And we cut the cords so that we can be more compassionate, that we can work through our anger and be like, okay, how did I, what did I contribute here? And that ownership level, that is that next layer. So we have to start where we are and then we go from there Yeah, because not everybody's ready to forgive on the first time in, but the deeper you do the work, the more you realize that that is the work. Yeah. The work is in the forgiveness. The work is in the compassion. And then what you realize even after that is that all those words relate to yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, let's, let's geek out on some crystals <laughs> because, yes. I, because I think, I think crystals can be very overwhelming, you know, for people they, they want to get okay. into it, but it's like, do they work and how big of one do I need and how do I clean it? And, you know, can, can we just get some, some yeah. crystal 101, how to shop for them, which ones you need? You know, I, I love you. The, the big one you got for me is the selenite, that big white. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love that one. It's my favorite. I miss it. I need to get it out of storage. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yes. It'll be so happy to get out of storage. But the thing about crystals, everyone has to realize is if you think a crystal is going to change your life, you're going to be really disappointed. I know. If only it was that easy. (laughs) I know. The only person who's going to change your life is you. A crystal is a tool. And um, the thing that's so cool about crystals if you don't know one thing about them, all you have to do is look at them and they kind of tell you what they do. So most people will see a piece of rose quartz, which is pink. And literally someone will pick it up and they'll go, you know what? I don't know anything about rose quartz, but it really looks like it's love and it's light and it makes me happy. Well, guess what? They're right. And So rose quartz is one of those um, beautiful stones. So if you're looking to attract love, if you're looking to heal your heart, if you're looking to um, tap into your own inner beauty, rose quartz is a great stone for that. Um, A lot of people lately have been talking about or asking about how do I heal a broken heart? What do I do? What crystal is going to help me with that? Well, you've got your rainbow obsidians, which is this really dark stone, which you'd be like, huh? But with inside that rainbow obsidian is this energy of the rainbow. So when you lay that over your heart for 11 minutes every single day for 11 days and you allow yourself to grieve, it's like the the darkness of the stone absorbs the pain and then infuses your body with the energy of the rainbow, letting you know you're going to be okay. You're going to learn from this lesson. You're going to be better than before, but you must grieve before you can move forward to get the rainbow and the blessings on the other side. So really powerful crystal right now. A lot of people are connecting with. And um, I think another third one just that's really important is everyone's really asking about protection. They feel like they want a shield of protection and black tourmaline is amazing. If you can have a piece of black tourmaline on the exterior of your home, um, on the, by the front door 
um, programming it. And what, what I like to say is giving crystals a job. And everybody needs to have a job. And I think that's the one component. You're not going to get crystals wrong. It's really simple. Which It's like, remember when you were a little kid and you went to the beach and you would pick up stones at the beach? You never were thinking, oh, my God, is this the right or wrong stone? You would just pick them up and you knew that you liked them. And that's really how simple it is with the crystals. Touch them, feel, connect. That's what their message is. Connect to the crystal world and you connect with yourself. You spend time, you put it on your body, you reflect, you go within, you connect with the light and you shift. And so um, I think the, the easiest things to do is find a crystal online. There's a lot of companies that have great crystals. I know we do at our company, Energy Muse, and see which one you like and, and what looks like something that you're feeling and just try one and hold mm. it and start there. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And, and it may take a, just, you know, go with preferences too. Some people may be like, well, I don't feel anything when I hold it. Just, yes. just, just go. It's like shopping. Go to what draws you. Go. Let, I think that oh, I feel that so many people really negate their intuition. They say they're not intuitive. They say they don't feel these things. But often your just your simple preferences, that is your intuition guiding you. So go into a crystal store. Don't be so concerned about what do certain things mean. See what you're really, really drawn to. And maybe that's the perfect crystal for you. Yeah, it, it really is. And then when you get home, you want to cleanse it. And there's a lot of simple ways to do that. You can sage it with smudge. You can put it outside under the sun and the moon. You can put it next to some chanting if you like the sound of ohm or you have um, music that you like that you feel is energizing, that will clear a crystal too. And then all you have to do is hold it in your hand and you want to give it a job. You want to say, I programmed this crystal for love or light or healing. And the reason you program a crystal is that when you put it down and you go out into the world and things happen and you might get off kilter, you come home, you see your crystal and you're like, ah, that's what I programmed it for. That's the state of being I want to be in. And it's a talisman for you. It's a touchstone and it helps you remember what your goals are. And it's an energetic reminder that that's who you are. I love that, that you can program it with it. I use them a lot with traveling, um, especially oh. tourmaline. Uh, to, to help me ground and be protected and, and all of those kinds of things. And it's just something comforting. I feel like it's the adult stuffed animal. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Oh, that is, you're, that is the best. I love that. It is. Totally. Yeah, it really, really is. And then, um, I've also heard that putting your crystals out and the full moon is a good way to cleanse them. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, I think the full moon, especially for women or any of us, I mean, if you've ever gone outside on a full moon and just looked up in the sky, I love to give myself a, a moon bath in the full moon. You feel that energy. You feel that light. I mean, it just, feel, I mean, ever since the beginning of the time, indigenous people, they, they worked with the energy, the cycles of, of the moons. And that's why fishing and agriculture, that's how they did it all. Mm -hmm. And I think as when we get more in sync with it and align with our planets and our earth, and we get back into that rhythm, we're empowered. Well, yeah. when you go outside and you feel that light energy and you put your crystals on it, which is earth energy, and they're getting beamed with the rays of the moon, 
it's all in cycle. It's, it's a natural energetic blast. So true. So So true. I love that. So other than crystals, what are some ways that we can really keep our energy clear? Well, I'm a big proprietor of baths. I don't know if anyone is into it, but I, I think that, um, if you're in the public world or you are around a lot of people, I feel it's really important more than ever to be taking salt baths, um, maybe with some lavender on days that are really intense. I'll throw some, um, you know, I'll throw some apple cider vinegar and mm-hmm. baking powder in it. And um, you got to soak and you've got to get that energy off you. And whenever you take a cleansing bath, it's really important if you soak for 15 minutes after your bath to take a quick shower. Because if you think about it, you're, you're purifying your energy field, your body, so that you want to, when, after you get out of the bath, you go and take a shower and you get everything off of you. So you will feel like you've been stripped and it feels amazing. Mm. Um, I think it's important for people to sage their house, smudge their house in our new book, Crystal Muse. We have a prayer that a native American man gave me. Um, he let us reprint it. It's from, it's the secret prayer that if you say exactly how it is printed in the book, it will purify all lower vibrational energies in your home. People have been using this prayer. They say it is mind blowing. So I highly suggest that. Um, I think on a daily basis, we must connect to the light, to a higher source, reminding us that we're never alone. We are able to connect to a higher frequency. So, you know what, and you know, this, this is a daily job. I mean, it's, you can't, it's, you're either in or you're out. You know what I mean? Because even when the more light you have, the more you got to work with, the more things are coming at you, right? It's, it's full time. It's, and so, um, but it's a very rewarding job because it's, I think what we're supposed to do on the planet right now. Yep. More than ever. I agree. Well, talk a little bit more about Energy Muse and all the amazing things that, that you do and about the book so people can learn and and just get really into all this amazing, amazing stuff that, that I have found makes not only huge difference, but it's actually really fun. It's really, it's really fun. No, it is. It is. You know, I've been in the crystal world for about 27 years and two years ago, Hay House Publishing, Hay House kind of does all the books with, you know, um, with a lot of, you know, spiritual people or healers, they came to my business partner, Timmy and I, and they asked us to write a book on crystals. And at the time, you know, I said, I want to write a book that, that I've never seen on the market before. I want to put 25 years of formulas and secrets, all the things that I wanted to know, a fast track book, like what can I do in 11 minutes or less that it's going to give me a result? Because at the end of the day, you want to have a result. And we've had energy use for, for 17 years. And trust me, selling crystals for 17 years, if people didn't get results, we still wouldn't be here. But this book is like a recipe book and the main ingredient are crystals. So um, there's different there's different formulas. One of them is, one chapter is called The Love Guru. And it gives you a 40-day ritual on how to attract a partner 
or if you are getting married, um, a wedding ritual. Um, when there's rituals in there for how to get pregnant, um, things that I did when I couldn't get pregnant, things that happened, what I did when I lost a baby, mm. um, how to d- deal with insomnia. So the thing that's, and what we did with this book is we gave real life stories. It's almost like a diary. And then after the stories, we'll give you a crystal recipe. And so I think it's, um, it's, I haven't seen it on the market. It's a very picture book. So there's a ton of visuals. So it's like visual eye candy on crystals and it's a labor of love and people literally email us every day saying they did this and this ritual. And then they send pictures of things that have transformed in their life. And it's this whole movement. And I could never have imagined it would have been as amazing as it is. So at Energy Muse, our whole vibe is we want to, we have a blog and it's all free content. It's here's, if you have a question on crystals, we answer it. We are here to give you the information. We want to be your crystal experts. We are here to help you. We are here to give you the information. We want to help you transform. We need more human beings on this planet more than ever to be healthy, to be conscious mm-hmm. and whole. And that is our goal here as one venue to get the message out. I we can't it. heal. Here's the free content. Here's the information. Please, please read and, and try it. Right. For, and it doesn't have to be a huge investment either. Seriously, right. beginning to doing this stuff for, for very little, but the investment is really time. Exactly. You, you got to take the time to do it and you have to be consistent um, and, and it will work. And I know that because I've seen hundreds and hundreds of people from all over the world um, do these things and it works. I love it. Oh, I love it. So good. So people that are just, just kind of starting out and want to shift the energy in their home, And we kind of talked about crystals and just like their day to day. What is a good daily ritual? Like how do we kind of bookmark our day morning, evening and throughout the day to be more energetically aware and hygienic? Okay. So, you know, everyone has to tailor it for themselves and it depends on what you can. I think the first thing is what can you realistically commit to? For some people, it's three minutes. For some people, it's 11. For some people, they can commit to an hour. But I think the first thing to do is, what can you commit to on a daily basis and do 21 days? Start a program and I for 21 days. And if it's three minutes that you could commit to, maybe it's something as simple that when you get out of bed, you get your feet per- firmly on the ground, you just connect to the earth, you connect to a higher power, and that's how you start your day. For mm. somebody, it might be that they light a candle, they make prayers, they write their intention for the day, they um, you know, they do mantras. For some people, it might be that they are, you know what? My their their ritual of the day is that for the 11 minutes, they're gonna go outside and they're gonna walk their dog for 11 minutes. They're all good. It's the consistency of the intention. But I definitely think waking up earlier than you normally do and devoting your day and yourself and surrendering it over to a higher power or being and connecting to yourself and to the earth is a great way to, to, to start the day. And then on the end of the day, and I love that you just said this because I think a lot of people, we need to think more of nighttime rituals um, because they're so important to set us up for bed. And one of my nighttime rituals is I like to cut the cords with my selenite 
was just my day. Anything that came up was my work for so that I can get out of work mode or mom mode or wife mode or whatever mode and just get back into cutting the cords with my day. Mm -hmm. And then I place my, I lay on my bed, I lay down and I put it over my chest and I just fill myself up with light. And sometimes I will fall asleep with it on my body and it feels so So good. good. Yeah. And and like I said, this, if you're going to make one investment on one crystal, selenite's the crystal and it's, you could get it for under $20 and it's, you'll have it forever. It is, it's spiritual medicine. It is insane. It's light. It is powerful. And it is, um, it clears the energy in your house. It clears the energy in your body and it feels amazing when you hold it. So two things. Please spell selenite so people know how to spell it. (laughs) Okay, selenite is S-E-L-E-N-I-T-E. Perfect. And please tell everybody where they can read your blog and learn all about all the amazing products that you have and find the book. Okay, so um, we have a website, energymuse.com. And um, we, we're on all the social media, which is Energy Muse. We're on Facebook. We're on Pinterest. We're on Instagram. I have um, an Instagram, Heather underscore Askinosi. Um, But as we have, well, our aim here is on a weekly basis, we are giving free video content out on how to work with crystals. We don't want people, we want to demystify this whole thing as I don't want to, I don't know where to start. And we are, we are teaching people how to work with crystals all the time on all those video platforms. Awesome. So energymuse.com, come energymuse.com, come and check us out and hopefully we'll answer all your questions. Yay. Well, thank you. Answered so many amazing questions. Oh, I'm so excited to go you. get my, my beautiful crystal out of storage. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I have my little travel ones with me. So thank you so much, Heather. It. Thank you for bridging the world between the energetic and the practical you know, bringing oh, that, that woo, that woo into the, the groundedness. Um, and everybody go check it out. Energy Muse, go, go do some crystal shopping, watch your energetic hygiene and, and put some intention into this. You know, we, we put, you know, you may work out, you may meditate, you work, you got to give attention to your energetic life as well, because it really does matter. So thank you for presencing that for us, Heather. Thank you so much. Honored to talk to you today. Hey everybody, so here are some useful tips you might not be aware of. A coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior. Removing excess weight from your car can improve gas mileage and you can place your key fob to your chin to increase its range. Kind of weird, right? Well, here's another tip you might not be aware of. True Car also helps people get used cars. That's right. TrueCar isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with TrueCar, users can see what others paid, so they know if they're getting a good deal before they're buying. And you're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with a TrueCar certified dealer. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. 